Good morning, church. It truly is a beautiful day, and it's wonderful to see all of your faces this morning. I know you can't see it, and I know it was darker when you got in here, but I promise the sun is rising behind you. If you were able to be here yesterday, then you were blessed by Pastor Lucas's homily on how Jesus is a better priest, who is able to sympathize with our weaknesses because he was tempted, just as we are in the flesh. And yet, he was without sin. In summary, we can say he is a better high priest than those before him because Jesus came down in the flesh and lived a perfect life. Or as Hebrews 2 would put it, For a little while he was made lower than the angels. Therefore, he is unashamed to call us brothers and sisters. Today's message comes to us from Hebrews 7, 20 through 28, and tells us that Jesus is a better high priest because he is exalted and has been set apart. Set apart by oath and order. Levitical priests were established by their heritage, and God never said that their office would stand. However, Jesus Christ is established as a priest by the oath of God. And in the beginning of chapter 7, the author of Hebrews presents Melchizedek as a comparison to Christ. Melchizedek had no genealogy, no beginning or end. Jesus Christ is eternal, having no beginning or end. Jesus now takes up the mantle of the kingly priest, after the order of Melchizedek, which not only was necessary for the fulfillment of prophecy, but it establishes Jesus's priesthood as being set apart from the old covenant priests. The priesthood of Jesus Christ is set apart by the oath of God the Father, establishing Jesus Christ after the order of Melchizedek. This oath found in Psalm 110.4 also says that Jesus is a priest forever, which we find great security in and assurance. As believers, we can have assurance in the eternal establishment of Christ's priesthood. First, we see that this makes Jesus the guarantor of a better covenant, which I could argue that He is set apart because he brings us a better covenant, but I'll save that for Jordan's message tomorrow. Christ's priesthood is set apart because it is eternal. While the priests of the Old Testament, although there were many, over time they all suffered mortality, unable to stay in their offices. Meanwhile, Christ, who tasted mortality, having defeated death, continues forever, establishing his priesthood permanently. The priesthood of Christ is established eternally, offering us complete salvation. Christ's work on the cross is not incomplete or lacking in any way. It has fully accomplished what God intended it to accomplish. Therefore, we can rest assured that our salvation is secure in Christ and that we do not need to add anything to it. Our high priest is set apart in his work, 
also that he is able to unite us back in relationship with God. No other priest could offer up a perfect sacrifice, let alone remove all barriers of relationship so that he could be so that we could be reunited with God the Father. Christ's priesthood is set apart by his ability to offer complete salvation and return us to relationship with God. Through Christ, we are able to draw near to God again. And what we often fail to realize is that this is an ongoing work of Christ. Christ's eternal priesthood is what gives us hope for our eternal security. He is always interceding for us. Our high priest is set apart because he is able to intercede for us for all eternity. We know from chapter 4 that we have a high priest that is able to sympathize with our earthly struggles. And this can be an amazingly comforting thought in times of difficulty and challenge. But the full value of being able to sympathize is that he is continuously interceding for us. Yes, he offered himself up as a sacrifice to justify us in the eyes of the Lord and pleads our case continuously. Christ's priesthood has been set apart because he is able to eternally intercede on our behalfs. Our priest, our high priest, is able to intercede on our behalfs because he was found holy, innocent, unstained, set apart from sinners, and exalted above the heavens. Unlike the priests of the old covenant, he is completely holy and there is no sin in him. This means that he is able to represent us exalted above the heavens, sitting at the right hand of God. And it is from this position that his earthly ministry continues today. Although Jesus is able to sympathize with us in our flesh, he is exalted in the heavens and set apart from all sinners. It is only through his perfection, his salvation, and mediation that we too are inheritors of his status. Pastor Josh this last week argued that it is required that Jesus be fully man, fully flesh, in order to take on the weight of our sins. And that is true. But it is also true that Jesus needs to be exalted above all the heavens for his life on earth to have meant anything. We can have assurance in our salvation, yes, because of the witness of his life, death, and resurrection, but also because to this day, Jesus sits at the right hand of God, eternally set apart, making our case to God the Father. Christ has been set apart by the oath of God, set in the order of Melchizedek. His priesthood endures forever, offering us a complete salvation and uniting us with himself so that we can again be in relationship with God, our Father, whom he sits beside, pleading our case to this very day. Christ offered himself up one time. There is no more work to be done for our salvation, for Christ has been set apart 
as the perfect one time for all sacrifice. The oath of God was set after the law was given. Jesus Christ is not only an eternal priest, but he is the Son of God, who has been appointed by the Father to be our Savior and Mediator. No other priest before him received the name Son. Jesus is set apart as the Son of God, and this is how he is able to save us completely and why he is able to intercede for us continually. We can trust in him completely and rest in the assurance that he has accomplished everything necessary for our salvation. This passage challenges us to examine our own lives and our relationship with God. Are we truly living in light of Christ's sacrifice and his eternal priesthood? Have we forgotten that Christ today is interceding at the right hand of God the Father for all of us in this room? Are we trusting in him fully, or are we relying on our own efforts to earn God's favor? And do we live in a way that honors Christ's and reflects his holiness to others. If we are honest with ourselves, we may realize that we are falling short. We may struggle with sin, doubt, fear. We may feel inadequate to live up to the high standards of God's holiness. But the good news of this passage is that we do not need to rely on our own strength or goodness. We can come to Christ with all our weaknesses and failures, and he will receive us with open arms. It is precisely because of our weaknesses and failures that we need Christ's priesthood all the more. We need his intercession on our behalf, and we need his perfect sacrifice to cover our sins. We cannot save ourselves or make ourselves holy but we can trust in Christ to do that in us. May we all be encouraged and may we seek to live our lives in light of Christ's eternal love and sacrifice for us. Let us pray. Father God, we thank you for the beauty of the day that you have given to us. We thank you that we have the opportunity for us to gather early this morning to think about the supremacy of Christ, him being set apart. We thank you for your son. Father, we thank you for his continual work. We thank you that you have established him by your oath as an eternal priest over us. We thank you for our salvation through his work. We thank you for perfecting your plan and complete, bringing it to completion. Lord, I pray that, that all of us here today would be encouraged knowing that we have an eternal Savior and mediator sitting in heaven today, sitting by your side, interceding for us. This gives me great assurance, and I pray that is true of everyone else as well. Father, I also am aware of there being people that don't know you, that haven't 
seen the truth of the gospel and our eternal priest. Lord, I pray that as we reflect your holiness, that people's eyes and ears and hearts would be opened and revealed to your truth. That people would come to know you through us and your word. We pray all of these things in the holy, eternal priest's name, your Son, Jesus Christ. Amen.